Greetings, ladies and gents with germs. It's your favorite host, Marty, here. And unfortunately, because it seems like it's going to be the theme of the month of July, the Arrogant Observer and Marty weren't able to sync their schedules up quite right. So we, uh, I owe personally the Arrogant Observer quite a few solo episodes because whenever we can't link up, he always steps up to the plate and knocks it out of the park with a solo episode. So this week I told him, uh, don't worry about it. I got your back, brother. I will uh, pick up the slack this week, man. But I want to thank Arrogant Observer so much for uh, up until this point, you know, for jumping in and throwing those solo episodes out there. This week, though, we're doing something a little bit different. I got my friend Big Ramp uh, to sit down with me and uh, let me interview him. And uh, it's really cool. He talked with me uh, a little bit about his career so far. We talked about, you know, uh, his music career, his uh, his acting career and his wrestling career. And uh, because of that, I also kind of did an amendment to the Black Actopedia Challenge, which we haven't done in a while. So I thought it'd be cool to kind of bring it back. I knew Big Ramp was going to be sitting down with me. So I kind of amended it for him. And uh, I think we had a good time with it. So, um, you know, anyway, check this out. Uh, this is me and Big Ramp sitting down uh having an interview oh also too really quickly um marty was really nervous about interviewing somebody whose kind of job really it is uh to interview people because uh, big ramp if you don't know is the uh uh host of fat fat and all that a local uh show down uh in new orleans and um yeah so i was a little nervous or whatever but you know ramp's a pro he knocked it out of the park as always man um but hi marty did show up uh so just a heads up about that you can probably even hear it you can hear hi marty he doesn't even have to say anything you can hear him when he when the show first starts but uh anyway check it out this is me and big ramp sitting down talking uh talking his career man here we go Greetings, ladies and gentle germs. I am here with Big Ramp. What's going on, good sir? How you doing today? Man, what's happening, Marty? Man, I'm cooler, man. So you know, I'm, I'm just excited to be here right now. You know, I appreciate you doing the show, man. Thank you so much for sitting down with me, man. This is gonna be uh, this is gonna be a good time. Oh, it's gonna good. be a good time. It's already starting off to a good start. So mm-hmm. no sillies, <laughs> no sillies, right? So l- listen, why don't you um, why don't you tell the folks. Um, Give them, run them off uh, a little bit of your credentials and oh, stuff, shit. and uh, um, and then uh, where they can find you out on social media. Okay, well, you know, I'm Big Ramp. Uh, I host uh, Fat Fat and all that. Um, I've been doing music for over 25 years with various labels around the country and the world. Um, I, I'm a two-time heavyweight champion in wrestling. I managed over 71 champions around the world wrestling-wise. Uh, I don't know. I'll be trying to. Do, I got a couple radio shows I done did. I've been in a couple movies. I'm on Queen of the South. But I didn't get killed. Uh, and you can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Big Ramp TV, uh, f- uh, Fat Fat, and all that. YouTube, uh, uh, Big Ramp Five Hundred Four on YouTube. 
Word, word. So I we were talking about this earlier off mic, man. I was saying how uh, ill-equipped I feel to talk about wrestling, man. But I would like to get into that a little bit if we have any time. Okay, we, and then, we, yeah, yeah, we can talk know, about whatever you want. You bro. know, I got something actually planned for you too. We kind of talked about it, but we'll you know we'll get to that point. We'll cross that bridge when all we get right, there. Right. But so um, you so you talked about you know your involvement in music and. So I've been working with you and Chris from Fat Fat and all that, which we'll talk to a little bit later. Right. But I've been working with y'all on the uh, the Take Full um, documentary. And, um yeah. And something that, something that kind of came up a lot, or at least something that I found really, really fascinating, was, like, the, uh, the age range that all y'all got into the game, like, really, really young. Like, before that point, like, at what point or uh, age would you say you felt like this music game was for you? Um... Well, I always thought the music game was for me since I was a kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always. What's your earliest memories? Like, what would you say? What age was that? Like, five? Like, I'd six, give it seven. like four. Four, four. Five. Oh, four or five. All right. Yeah, because, cause, all right. Because when I was in elementary school, like, uh, we used to have a, like a talent show. And, like, you know, um, mm-hmm. I tried to go sing New Edition by myself. What song? Cool it now. <laughs> and I, as okay. a kid, I didn't uh, realize that New Edition was a group. So I'm trying to sing five people parts. <laughs> five so, part harmony all by yourself. By myself. Yeah, like, I, so got I, I got up there, froze all the way up, and then uh, I, I ran off the stage. And then my partner, uh, my partner put me on uh, in their group, and they sung they sung Mr. Telephone Man. So ever mm-hmm. since that, ever since the crowd cheered us from singing that, I've been I've been I've been wanting to be on the stage. Right, word. Okay, so when, so since you started out, like another thing too about like the the age range, like starting at a young age, is like another concept too that I I think I came across maybe yesterday was, was like um, starting at a young age, uh, with starting at a young age on your passion. So by the time you're calling it your career, like you're like you you're you're damn near master at it. You know more about it than than before. Like so, like what um. Like, did you have like a whole bunch of support in terms of that, like um, in pursuing this at a at a young age, uh, or did you kind of have to fight for it a little bit? I just I just happened to for some reason I got a knack of being where I need to be at when stuff is going on for some reason. It's what? like even when I was a kid, I used to bug the people at the radio station. I used to call Q nine and three and F from nine eight. I used to call them all all day long, talk to all the personalities. My mama, right. my grandma, when well, my grandma and them used to drop me off over there, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I used to win all the time. But then when they started the nine o'clock props, I, I was the first person on there. So I always just had some kind of relationship with the radio, even before I knew it was a thing that had to do. Right. All right. And where that, where that come from? I was just like, sort of like the drive, like, like to do it. What, uh, Gave the idea to get to know everybody, like in radio, to kind of make just, that move. I just was, I, all right. I, I just was. I used to tell the people at school I rapped already, even when I didn't rap. I was like, yeah, right. I rap, and I know all these people because I called the radio station, and I watch this. And I called the radio station, they put me on. Word. So so I started doing that, and then that, that parlayed me from, I guess I spoke it into existence because everybody who I used to like, when I was little, 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 and I used to be lying, telling these people I was fooling with these people. Yeah. Like, yeah, I ended up fooling with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like in real life, like all, every last person, that even the people I used to see on TV and be like, yeah, yeah, I know them, that's my homeboy. That's really my homeboys now. And I'm like, wow, this is like, I really spoke, kind of spoke it to existence. Right. Now, uh, actually, you, you bring up a di- you bring up an interesting point. I wanted to ask you about, because um, I, I watch your show Big Ramp Up, right? Okay. Which is happening a little later on, everybody, just yeah, in case you I think, you gonna, I think right. you're going to be a guest on that. Right, yeah, yeah. So, um, what, um, 
what was it like? Like, so how old were you when you you said you 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 opened for Tupac? What was the what's the Tupac story? Oh, oh, well, all right. Well, I wasn't signed to no let because they had a bidding war going on for me because I was the, well, the first person on the nine o'clock props. Can you say so between who? For, from all the labels down here, like oh, every word. last okay. label that right, they word. had, they, if they had a label down here, they came sat in my living room and talked to my grandma. Like, they okay. came, sat down there, and offered us stuff and talked to her. Like, you know what I'm saying? From every last single one of them. Did she, was she, like, the, the the defining decision on, like, yeah. which place you went? You yeah, because I was a minor. I couldn't sign off on nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. so, like, everybody came. They, they had this spell. She let me go with a couple of them to a couple places, the studio and stuff like that. So a particular label, they was opening up for Tupac because they had the line on it. Um it was Rare Rum Records. Like, you know what I'm saying? They had, like, okay. Dolomite at the time, Face Forever, which turned into 54 Platoon. Like, they had Big Heavy, who made the barbecue sauce now. Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? They had, like, then, then they had, like, they was trying to sign me and my partner, Laval, because we was a group. They tried mm-hmm. to sign us. What they, was your group name? NCAA. NCAA. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, around that time, <laughs> you know, acronyms was, you know, real big with the, number, with the letters and all that. And what, uh, what, did, y'all, what did y'all stand for? <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Um, I don't think it's politically correct enough okay. for me to say. Word, like, word. Okay, like, cool. In this climate cool. we in, we gonna go down. Lead Understood. Home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But they kind of people didn't want us as a group. Okay, like we was just too strong of all this of our own. They didn't want us as a group. So everybody, we every every company we went to, nobody wanted to take NCAA together. Like they always, somebody always seen him and be like, oh yeah, we're gonna take you. And then the, someday said, we're gonna take, we're gonna take you. So one, so we call like, we call, we call it, well, I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. We call Rare Room and then they, they said, we're gonna take both of y'all. So we started going with them to all their shows and all that, being in their commercials, their videos, everything. So they was like, well, Ramp, you wanna open up? And I, and I, you know, I opened up. Then they came on, then everything, all the other opening acts came on, then, Tupac took us to, to escape because he liked us. Like, you know what I'm saying? We went to escape with that boy. And then after that, I went back to school. I was a rapper after that. I, then, then after that, um, after I stayed out that late and my grandma found out I went to a club and I was with, like, Tupac, no less. And, you know, right. Tupac had just, like, shot somebody or something. Some, she had shot two police in Atlanta oh, right before that, that. it was around that time. Yeah. Okay, so word, so word. She, she, she went ballistic. She said, you ain't never hanging with them no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, she cut down everything, like hard head, cash money, everything I was dealing with before that. Like, she said, you're going to go with these good old boys. They good boys. You're going with them, which was take full. Okay, word, word. Okay. Now, um, I'm sorry. You, you, got, me, you got me off there because I'm, I'm caught up in the story. Um, so, can you actually – so? You were part of like more than uh, you were part of other record labels other than yeah, Take Four Two Ways. What are those? Um, what other record labels? It's because I worked with you, I worked with all the like damn near all the labels down here because what? the 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 loophole I had in my career was was my grandmother like cause she didn't sign nothing she didn't sign shit like nothing like you know what I'm saying like oh yeah I'm, okay you can give me the paperwork she never signed it so. All these labels put out music on me, and she never signed nothing. So I was able to float around and do whatever I want. They were like, oh, we don't want you doing this. We don't want you doing this. I was like, all right, watch this. I'm going to still do it. Like, you can choose to deal with me or not if you want to after this. But everybody still chose to deal with me, so it was all good. 
So that's actually the question I wanted to ask. I actually asked you this on Big Ramp Up, but at, at that point, I think my question had scrolled up too far. But okay, like honestly, man, what? Because it it seems like the best fucking time ever. Like to to hear you describe it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But what was what was like high school like, dude? Because it seemed like you had to be the man. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm all saying? All right. Like it was like in high school, I played football. I was in the choir. I was I, I did the uh, the, the school paper. I did, um, I was in the video department, uh, uh, what else, I was in, uh, student government, uh, right. I, I just did, like, I just did he all, he was all, he was there, yeah, you, I was you there, was, you was, uh, I, I, I maximized my present. time, you were present, yeah, I maximized my time in school, like, you know what I'm saying, how you're supposed to, and then on right. top of that, I had, like, honors classes, I was uh, like, you know what I'm saying, so I was like, like a hell of a student on top, like, you, nah, I was, kinda, I, I was bored. Word. Okay. I was all bored, right, so right. it's like okay. I always get all my stuff done fast, and then I start kicking the beat now, and I'm saying, and then a rap session. But everybody else wasn't doing their work except for probably me, Junior B, and probably a couple other people. Like Word. you know, what I'm saying, like, but you know, we we all had good grades, but we we was called rapping too. Like Junior was gonna be a rare rum too, and then when I went to take four, I was like, nah, Junior, you gotta come with me, dog. Like for real. So, like, do you um, like, what's your and uh, I know I know you're gonna talk a lot about this in the documentary too. So like any, I don't want you to spoil anything that people may get there. But um, I'm gonna word all this different in the documentary. Then, okay. It's gonna be all different right. wording, so it's gonna be a different. Yeah, I'm, yeah, they they still gotta tune in the documentary to get the actual. Get, right, yeah. right. So okay, so um, we all like every a lot of the listeners are uh, local folks, so um, that's that's pretty much one of my bread and butter. Is. So we all know about Take Four. We we're all you know grew up anyway, bread and butter with fans and stuff. Right. So like, what um in terms of your time there, like um what like, do you have any fond like do you have any fond memories that you can share? Uh, the most fondest memory I I have about Take Four is. Earl calling me early in the morning saying, uh, hey, Ram, what you doing? I was like, well, I'm not doing nothing. I'm, I'm chilling. He's like, hey, man, I need you to get uh, over by the studio. I said, for what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we normally record at nighttime, so it's like it's like 10 o'clock in the daytime. He's like, man, I need you to get over there. I said, for what? He's like, man, make sure you be dressed when you go over there. So when I get in there, they take everybody, they, 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 we taking pictures. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, think, I thought it was just a regular photo shoot because a lot of times he'll call and do that. So... When I get in there, then the people start interviewing us. So the whole, so the whole, so then I realized what was going on. They was interviewing us for the source, for the source magazine. Now, me being a rapper, or wanting to be a rapper my whole life, I always wanted to be in the source. And then for me to come to the studio where I record my songs at, and the source here waiting on me, like, hey, Mr. Big Ramp, how you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, I'm a rapper now, man. When that, when, they, when that came out, man, I bought like 20 of them and gave them to everybody. Like, I was like, oh, my goodness man like and another another one is like the the first the first episode of fat fat and all that i wasn't a host on i wasn't a host on them i was a guest so oh word word. yeah i want to get into that a little later when we get when we get uh when we get chris on y'all together so okay all right so i don't want to jump too far into that because there's a couple things i want to wait till we we get uh we get chris over here for so um, so you're working as an A and R right now for uh, for for uh, is it? Can we? Yeah, yeah got yeah. it. All right. Well, cool. you know, I'm working as an A and R for seven records. Like I work for A and R for seven records right now, yeah. right now, and I okay. got another A and R job. But I can't really just uh, divulge at this particular moment. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so can I? 
just as as an A and R in general, can I ask a question yeah. in that that respect? Okay, cool. So, um, what do you think? Um, what do you think the next artist needs to have in his in in his or hers uh, hustle makeup in order to be the next big thing out of the city? Drive. That's Drive. it. Drive. Yeah, I think like I like because the main thing you gonna only go as far as you gonna take yourself. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. What? Like if you don't have the drive, because I know a lot of artists that's extremely talented, but don't want to get up and go to the studio. Don't want to do nothing that's uh, conducive to their career at all. Like they don't want to do press. They don't know how to do press. They ain't never took the time to learn how to do press. Like same way how you asked me to do this interview, they the they gave you the ran around. You'd have never seen them. Then when you see them, like oh yeah, man, I gotta come on your show. Right. Yeah, like that don't work yeah. like that, man. You trying to talk to these people? You trying to reach the people? You trying to? You know what I'm saying? You like, man, come on, man. You got to be a, a person of the people. If you, especially if you want the people to check your music out. You 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 stupid if you don't want if you don't want. Oh, I don't want to do no interviews. Well, fine yeah. then. So How they gonna find out about you? Like about that, yeah. So like like in terms, so is is like social media like a big as important as just about anything else in terms of like your your artists and your music and getting people with to me. To you? I'm, I'm I'm old school because I was around before social media, so right. like, I, I I rather deal with the talent. Now social media helps out a whole bunch because I now I could just I could just search keywords and find talent. Like I never was able to do that. Like because I I was unofficially kind of like an end all my whole career because I always found dope rappers and brought them to studios and put them on songs with me and other people. So I've always been doing that. So it's like now nah, I got a, I just got a title with it now. Is there something specific you feel like that's changed in the hustles? You know, with the in addition of the internet and stuff now, and yes. being, able, being able to key search. Uh, yes, words. technology, technology, man. Because we could, I, I could I, with my phone, I could record an album, master that album, uh, send it to all the way around the world. Uh, if I get the type, the right type of lenses and stuff to put on my phone. I can shoot a video with with yeah, that. Yeah, you can do a lot with your I phone. I can edit that video. Yeah. I can publish that video all the way around the world. All like, on your phone. All on my phone. <laughs> all on your phone. I mean, this is stuff that we used to have to get in cars to go to. Like, I remember getting in the car to do all our album covers, and we had to go to Pen and Pixel. Pen and Pixel was in Houston, Texas. So we all had to go ride all the way out there, bring all our clothes, take pictures. Nah. Man, I can I can set that up in the hotel room and then shoot it to shoot it to my partner. Matter of fact, I ain't even got to do that. I could just take my phone to the hotel room, download the the uh, the app, you know what I'm saying, and make covers myself, and it look like pen and pixel. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's like man, come on, man, like technology. Is it cool? So like, you, do you appreciate the technology, uh, the addition of it? Like it's it's making it the, the your your job a little easier. It's a it's you... a gift and a curse. Okay, word. because the the gift of it is it's making my job easier. Yeah, but the curse of it is it's making the job easier. So it's like yeah. a whole bunch of people that wouldn't have been able to do this now. Now they just like yeah. sitting in the house with their partner and they're making uh, unmixed songs. Like you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. like then like you know this just they're not going through the the artist development, like you know what I'm saying, all the stuff we went through. They're not going through all that, so it's making like quicker artists. It's like they ain't gonna be around that long. Like right now, we talking about like we, we you talking to me about 25 years of my career. I want these newer artists to have that, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't want them just to have five years and then you don't know what they're doing. Like think about. I'm not gonna say no names like that. I was about who? Who? Let me it. catch myself. Ring, ring Don't yourself in, buddy. Don't do it. But yeah, but so, all right. So switching, switching gears a little bit. Um, 
you uh you're also an actor my friend um tell me about uh queen of the south uh, how, how'd that get come about man being stupid like you know what i'm saying yeah. i was working on free ray sean which is on uh Quibi right now i was okay. working on that and then um i was talking to the people on the set and they was like yeah we work on queen of the south put something in so i put my i submitted my uh my pictures and all that and then they called me back and then they called me for the fitting. Then they was like, "Well, yeah, you're gonna be a capo to uh, you're gonna be a capo on the show." I was like, "Cool, cool, cool." <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I really just yeah. thought I was gonna just be there, just saying, "Hey, would you like some fries?" You know what I'm saying? Just some regulars. But once I got on and they fitted me for that suit, I was in the road, and I ain't <laughs> never I ain't never been out of since. Word, word. That's actually from what season was that? Was it's it the, the 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 it's season, season just passed? Yeah, right? I'm I'm on like the last two episodes, like on season. Uh, I'm on like an episode like thirteen and fourteen or something like that, or twelve and thirteen, something like that. Where? But but that was enough for me. No, that was enough that. for me, Jack. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, now I see the clips. It's it's a show that uh that I've always kind of been interested in, and then like seeing the clips and stuff, it's like, oh yeah, that was something I I meant to pick up and uh. I never really got into it. It's on Netflix now too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. shout out to everybody. That's a finally. You know, that's an option for y'all out there. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, um I think we I think this would probably be a good actually no. What uh real quick, I wanna ask some wrestling questions if oh I could. Goodness. Real oh, quick. Oh, all right, well we could do that. All right, okay, word. So Corey Constantine is a chump and he's a paper champion. But you know that's neither here nor there. <laughs> like I said, yo, I'm ill-equipped. I was, I, I don't know, I can't remember when I said this at some point, but like last time I watched wrestling, uh, Undertaker was undefeated at uh, at WrestleMania, and that's no longer true apparently. So yeah, he, you know. he didn't lose twice now. Since. Twice? Yeah. Wait, he lost twice? He lost to Roman Reigns, which is my homeboy. Shout out to Roman. Make sure you get well soon, homie. Word. And he, uh, and he lost to. Uh, Brock Lesnar, which is also my homie, so Dude. shout out to the bigoted Brock. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause he just do what he want to anyway. Word. Okay, so tell me. So, all right. So, I'm, I'm one of those. I'm, I'm one of those folks. I was a fan when I was a kid, right? So, um, I had at some point the uh, illusions of maybe I could be a wrestler, right? Now you actually went through the training and yeah, stuff yeah, and everything, yeah. right? Like you did it legitly. So, I mean, tell me like I what that's what, it, I don't know went, if I did it legitimately, but I okay, did it. But like, I mean, you know like, like you, well, I, I mean, you've told me about times where you were you were in some sort of training scenario where every morning you wake up and you had to take the bumps. Oh yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, in terms yeah. of that, like I feel like you know you've been trained to some extent yeah, legitimately. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But um, what like tell me what that was like really about like I, I've watched the Tough Enoughs and stuff like that like I've seen like documentaries and YouTube videos and whatnot like okay. I'm, you know but I, I'm curious from a, I've never actually talked to somebody who's gone through that process so what was that like for you man it, uh, grueling like you know what I'm saying like and then on then a, a whole part about it is my my Liz ass like I, I I put it off as long as I could. Like, you know okay. what I'm saying? So I, I tried to do everything else in wrestling before before that, like the commentary, the raffle, everything to just be like, all right, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then, right, once, but then when I got with my, uh, then I got with my partner, Rodney Mack, Rodney Mack just took me on the road and just, he just, after that, I, I was, I learned on the road, like how the old wrestlers learn. Like, you know what I'm saying? My other partners kind of learned at the school. The whole time I was at the school, I was just doing PR for him, and I was just I was getting them on Fat Fat and all that, getting them on the radio, Word. getting them on stuff. You know what I'm saying like they was kind of using me to, to you know what I'm saying to further their name, and they they parlayed that into getting them a, a local TV show. So I thought that was kind of cool, like so That's you dope. know, like you know what I'm saying, like lo, lo, whatever I could do to help, like you know what I'm saying, like yeah. you know, 
But, you know, we kind of parted ways when I kind of, I kept working because they parted ways from the NWA. And then, and I didn't want to part ways from the NWA because the NWA was the reason I got into wrestling. So I stayed with the NWA and they went, they went their route and they done, they done damn good. So, you know. <laughs> so what, like, when you were, uh, when you were growing up, like, uh, you watch wrestling, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who was your, who was your favorite wrestler coming up? Favorite wrestler coming up? Yeah. Uh, I got a couple of them. Okay, word. Because you're wearing the shirt of someone that, like, when I think back on it, as much as 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 twisted as my my opinion is of him now, like that that was I I, I drank the Kool Aid when it came to that cat when I was growing up. Like, so he, you said your prayers. You said your prayers. I said my prayers. I ate, ate my vitamins. vitamins you know, ate my vegetables and stuff. You know, yeah. I did I did all that good stuff, and then I then I finished off the night with a big leg drop. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. so yeah, it was it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. brother, brother. You know, come yeah, on, brother. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, at least you're gonna be with the nigga. You know, I mean, at least have him be worth something. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, but but no. I'm gonna show you a YouTube. We, I'm gonna show you a real what? funny YouTube <laughs> clip. Okay. They got something to do with that, and you oh, laugh word. your ass off. I I'm swear. Just, Shout I out to wait. my homeboy Booker T, man. I love you to death, brother. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh hell yeah, yeah, nigga. We coming for you, nigga. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. That is like as much. No, don't get me wrong. I, I love Booker T. I love Booker T. I uh, big Harlem Heat, baby, uh, all day. Um, Shout out to my uncle Stephen Ray, you know, man. Stephen Ray, stand up for greatness podcast. He make sure you check him out. Word. Now, but um but yeah, so um what how did you come across like so you talked you talked about these uh WWE superstars and stuff. Like how how did you uh how'd y'all cross paths? Cause before before I really got into wrestling I worked in radio and I hosted Fat Fat and all that. So like when oh, okay. anybody come in a town That's how you got them. Yeah, they gotta see me. Right. So when they see me, especially the wrestlers, I'll be like Boy, I hit you with this thumb, boy. Cause you know I was beat out my more like I said, I hit you with this thumb. But the Samoa Spike, I hit you with this thumb. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then that went from, oh yeah, well come check it out. And then I went and checked it out. Then that that just steamrolling the where we at now. Right. Two time champion, uh, you know what I'm saying? Big ramp big ramp enterprises champion for three hundred and uh sixty days. Like I mean, hey man, I, I didn't kinda did my thing a little bit. You have anything uh coming up? Oh no, it's COVID. I'm it's chilling. COVID, right? Okay, fair enough. I'm chilling, right. man. Fair like, but I really won't challenge. I really won't challenge a couple of wrestlers to some uh, <laughs> okay. uh, undisclosed location matches where we can have some real fights. Because I because I feel like the smoke come with a chimney, and I feel like uh, you okay. know we can have some real fights. I'm, I don't like you know you know because people like to have a, a air quote stigma about wrestling, but we can have some real fights and let and let my partners document it. <laughs> Marty, you could come bring I your camera. I could be there with the camera. Yeah, bring yeah. your camera, and you're going to watch me beat some wrestlers up in real life. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Since they, think, since they think it's not real life, and they think everything's made of rubber and all that, I'm going to make sure that there's nothing but real stuff there that I'm, you're going to see me beat people with. Okay, so you know what? Now that you've actually, now that we've, we've, We've had our wrestling talk. You've you've got you've given me a wonderful idea. Uh, okay. Big ramp. Let's uh, let's do something that we normally call the Black Actopedia Challenge. We kind of talked about this a little earlier. Okay. We normally call it the Black Actopedia Challenge, but because we have Big Ramp in the building in the seat, we're gonna call it the Big Ramp Challenge with a little bit of a twist. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Okay.
Okay, all right. So the way this game works, I've got five uh, wrestlers for you, okay? I'm going to okay. give you the name of the character that they played okay. and the movie that they played, and you have to name the wrestler. All right. Okay? All right, cool, cool. All right. Yeah, so going to be hard. No, okay. <laughs> no, nah, nah, not at all, brother. All right, so I got uh, five of them. All right, uh, ended on one of my favorites, so we'll, 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 we'll play this game. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen. Here it is. Uh, this actor played Bonesaw in the original Raimi Spider-Man. That would be uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage, man. Yeah, baby. That you is, dig it. That is correct, mm -hmm. good sir. All right, next question. This wrestler played Captain Insano in the comedy Waterboy. That would be... Uh, Paul White, a.k.a. The Big Show. He got like it. Saying, yes. Look, Chris, I worked, Chris Lamp from the other room, yo. From the yo, yo. I worked, I worked on Knuckleheads with him. I worked oh, on word. Knuckleheads with Big okay. Show. Okay. Yeah. All right, word. All right, so, it, okay, another one. Uh, this wrestler played uh, Jacob Goodnight in this WWE-produced horror flick called See No Evil. Uh, that would be the current male uh, in Tennessee, uh, mm -hmm. Glenn, uh, Mr. Glenn himself, Kane. Like, you know what I'm saying? That like, is yeah, correct. Yeah, okay, yes, doing, sir. Doing good You're right doing now. good. You might be the first person to actually get all of them right. Like, my arrogant observer has never gotten all of them right. Oh, this my is his, this okay. is his game. Okay. Okay. Huh? You going to get them all? All right, fair enough. I think I thought he might. That's why I was like, you know, we've got to play this game. All right. Two more left. Two more left. Uh, this wrestler played himself in the, bio, in the biopic Man on the Moon about the life of Andy Kaufman. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's that chump. Jerry the King Lawler. Jerry Lawler, let me tell you something, you chump. I'm coming back to Memphis, and the only king that I'm fooling with is Elvis. Because let me tell you something. Jerry <laughs> King the Lawler. I had a match with Jerry the King Lawler. It's on what? YouTube. Yeah, Jerry yeah. the King Lawler whooped me with a belt, and him and a midget, I'm him and the little guy whooped me with a belt. It <laughs> right. was a little too much. Okay. Jerry Lawler, I'm coming for you, you sucker. That. You got to pull that one up for me later, too. All right. Man. All right, so uh, last question. Uh, this was an easy one, man, but. Yeah. It's The Rock. Fuck you, man. It's The Rock. Let me say the question. It's The first. Rock. Hey, it, who let else would it be? Let me say the question. I didn't even know what the question was. I spent two minutes of my day wording this out. Oh, my bad. Hey, let my me bad. say my these. Bad. Let me, two lines, I promise you. It's All not right. going to be long. Two All lines. Right. All right. Two lines, what? Okay, just let's pretend like like, like you didn't guess it. Already. I'm going to try to guess it's the cool. movie. I, nah, can I totally guess the fine. movie? You can. You want to guess the movie? I'm a, I, no, that might be too ooh, hard. That might yes. be too hard. That might be no, too hard. It's no, the it's game easy. plan. It's the rock. No, it's, it's the easy. game plan. No, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I, how about this? How about this? Name the movie. Right. It's the rock, right. and he plays himself. Boom. Uh, it's the Page movie with uh, Page. It's the uh, it's the movie. It's the it's the Page movie. Right, Fighting with quit. my family. Right, he okay. executive produced that. Uh, he did. Yeah. Shout he out did. to my girl Thea Trinidad because she played she played uh, she did the stunts. All right, y'all. AKA Zelina Vega. With a sexy self. Y'all can't see it now, but uh, Big Ramp has to get the bow down for the Big Ramp challenge. Nobody, nobody yet has. I, I got to make kinda, your shit harder. You kind of curtailed it to me. You kind of curtailed it to me with the wrestling. I did. I thought it'd be fun. I thought that'd be fun. It but was you, fun. You, yeah, but you like you beat it with baseball bat. Man, like, it was it, fun, you, man. You, shit, you know? I, we could have did ten of them. Yeah, we could have. We could. I should have did more. I, did, I, I, I don't know. Man. That's why. What? Well, that's why I figured this would be. This would be fun. I've seen him sit. I've seen him sit there and watch uh watch Black Lightning and stuff. I like. I know. He, I know he has a little bit of blurred in him. You know what I mean? I watch all kind of stuff, though. See, I feel you, bro. I watch all kind of stuff. I'm I'm I'm, I'm random information man. So I, I like you. playing games like these. Okay. All right. So <laughs> we gotta give him. We gotta give it up to Big Ramp, everybody. Uh, he slated. All right. So um, 
we're going to be taking a quick break, and when we come back, we will be talking to Mr. Chris, fat, fat, and all that. Oh yeah, make sure y'all follow Chris on his uh on his Instagram page, fat, fat, and all that TV. That's right, that's right. We're gonna talk more about that, and right when we come back. All right, all right. next voice you hit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, germs, I'm just going to cut in here real quick. So um, we're going to end the episode here uh, because I actually didn't get to finish my interview with Chris. Uh, I kind of like uh, like maybe if I can't remember if he said it in the show or not, but um, I wound up uh, Big Ramp has a uh, big ramp up uh, live uh, Instagram stream that he does. And uh, I co-hosted that night. So it kind of uh, right when we were maybe in the last leg of uh, Chris's interview, um, I had to kind of stop that to kind of go and do the uh, IG interview. So that's also available up on a Big Ramp, uh, I believe it's Big Ramp TV uh, on IG. And I want to confirm that it's Big Ramp. I feel like it should be a 504 in there somewhere. But uh, if you all would not mind giving me one second, I just want to confirm that it's uh, Big Ramp TV. Okay, it is Big Ramp TV. I just wanted to make sure. I know there's. I think. I think his YouTube page is Big Ramp Five Hundred Four TV or something like that. But um, on IG, uh, the uh, interview or at least the co-hosting basically that I did on uh, his Big Ramp Up is available on IG on his IG TV. So check that out. It's a uh, Big Ramp TV on IG. Um, I want to thank Big Grant for sitting down with me. Um, I imagined, uh, as you all heard, I don't think this will be the last time you all hear from uh, Big Grant on the show. So I uh, look forward to sitting down with him again. Um, and I look forward to actually instigating a Big Ramp challenge versus a Black Actorpedia uh, challenge. I'd love to, to, to kind of give both of them the same questions and, and see who, who comes out the winner. Um, and, and make them really hard this time. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You guys tell me what you think about that. Anyway, I want to thank once again, Big Ramp for sitting down with us. You can find, uh, Big Ramp at, uh, Big Ramp TV on IG. And, uh, his Big Ramp Up, uh, is every Thursday at 11 o'clock. Um, also, you can find me, Marty, M-A-R-T-Y, Edwards504 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snap at the chat. Also, go to LowRainPictures.com, click on that Your 30 tab, like, rate, share, give us a uh, five-star review on iTunes, and we will be reading those words on the show. Check out Arrogant Observer's Rants at ArrogantObserversRants.blogspot.com. Uh, the cat has found himself a stone-cold Steve Austin vest. And uh, I don't really know what his plans are, uh, but I would stay tuned if I were you. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, um, everybody who got a Subway Pepsi last week, you get uh, two Subway Pepsis this week. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but um, this will be the end of it. I'm going to I'm gonna try to finish up that uh, episode, or I'm sorry, that interview with uh, Chris this weekend. And then uh, I'll post the, uh, the rest of that uh, later on this week. All right, but thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate y'all. Shout out once again, Arrogant Observer. And uh, thanks again, Big Ram, for sitting down with me. Uh, Thank y'all. Marte is out.